Welcome back to the Desert Springs Church Podcast. It exists to supplement the ministry and growth of the body here at Desert Springs Church. My name is Drew. I'm here with Chase. And we're going to just talk about something, you know, light and fluffy today Mm -hmm. and just deal with heaven and hell. Um, Ryan will, Lord willing, be preaching this coming Sunday upon the recording of this podcast um, from Luke 16, parable of Lazarus and the rich man. And so he's going to he's going to delve into this idea of heaven and hell a little bit. We don't know what yet. We're yeah, excited. The, 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 waiting to hear. We're waiting to hear it. Yeah. Uh, so when you're listening to this podcast, you have hopefully listened to the sermon. If you hadn't, go ahead and pause the podcast, go back and listen to the sermon. And if anything that Chase or I say uh, contradicts Ryan in any way, uh, just go with Ryan. That, that's always a good policy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're just going to try to introduce some big picture concepts here. Um talk a little bit about um, misconceptions mm-hmm. when it comes to heaven and hell and and then uh, yeah just start a conversation yeah. about about these things um, we're not going to do a full exhaustive doctrine of heaven and doctrine of hell well and I think even as we get into this that's going to be one of the big ideas is maybe we think more about how, our thoughts about heaven and hell maybe are more than what the Bible actually yeah. says about heaven yeah. and hell yeah yeah we go farther than the Bible does Um and we were just talking before that a lot of that comes from TV and movies and, and literature as yeah. we've read. We've watched Looney Tunes and we've read Left Behind and and all of these things have gone to inform our imaginations right. uh, to, to create this mythology of what heaven and what hell will be like. Yeah, like I always remember watching, uh, yeah, cartoons especially, Sylvester the Cat, you know, mm-hmm dies at the, they were he, really morbid he, he dies cartoon. a lot there's a lot yeah. of yeah uh and and you know so you see their little ghost float out and float it, out of their body yeah and it and either goes up. goes up into heaven and they somehow end up with a robe and playing a harp and sitting on a cloud yeah with babies and then or they go down and, they and go down into the, the earth yeah and then there's you know the, the earth opens up in flames yeah and then the devil with the pitchfork and, pitch and he's there poking yep. them and they're dancing around you know it's like man really graphic uh that's mm-hmm. Uh, neither of those are very biblical pictures of, right? Yeah, and so we start off with talking about some of uh, the pictures of heaven and hell that we had as a kid, and or that we kind of grew up with, and maybe were uh, unbiblical or extra biblical. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, one concept that I heard a lot was uh, this idea that people in heaven uh, were looking down on us. Mm. Were watching us, yeah. So you'd hear this in funerals. You'd hear that sentiment around when when someone would die, or or when someone has a loved one that they know um, that has that has died. Um, they they think, oh well, grandpa would be grandpa's really proud. He's right. looking down on me. Yeah. Um, I know that I know that grandma's watching over me. Yep. Like yep. they somehow become one of your guardian angels mm, all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. As soon as they are. As soon as they die, yeah. So, so yeah, I remember, or like you can feel their presence with you. In, yeah, I remember anyway. being really yeah. weirded out by that. Yeah, and uh, and not fully understanding that. Um, and so that was one one misconception I yeah. had. Yeah, or uh, you know, I think it's really common to hear people saying like, "Well, oh, someone dies," like you said, they've become an angel. They're an angel now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I remember one time. This was, okay, it was when um, Matt Chandler was going through his cancer treatments. Mm. And the local news, you know, because that was all in the DFW area, they did a, a story on Matt and his 
battle with cancer and it was it was really cool it was a great spot on him and how he was hoping in the lord that you know he shared the gospel on this new mm. spot and um and it was really good and then the very next story had another couple that had tragically lost someone and the woman was saying well i know she's an angel now and i just thought man how interesting mm. to have this really great accurate portrayal of the gospel butted up right against this like folklore understanding of i'm not trying to make light of this of, woman of but you know, life, yeah. you know that okay no she's an angel now and matt chandler's hope was not that if he died he was going to be an angel now you know and it was mm. uh, but but that is that just that like i said folklorish i think that's kind of even what jesus is doing in the parable of the rich man and lazarus is he's kind of playing on these um more folksy ideas of what heaven and hell are mm-hmm. like you know that people can look down or they do see mm-hmm. other, you know like the the rich man can see what's going on in heaven you know things like that that that's not actually how it is but that's kind of the way that we right. portray it in our mind or in our culture right yeah so one thing you hear often is uh when you die saint peter is going to meet you at the gate <laughs> and uh you know and check and check the roles yeah, and make like sure your name is on there yeah, or he's got a little valet booth and he's yeah gonna he's gonna like, ask yeah. you uh-huh. why should why shouldn't you know you you come in or yeah it, it, it's it, almost like santa claus right like he's looking to see if you're on his list yeah then, if you've been naughty or nice and he'll yeah. let you in yeah 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 so yeah. uh so is that gonna happen is that what the bible says happens? yeah i don't know where that came from yeah i'd be really interested to f- try and find out with this this idea of that role for Peter, yeah, you know, uh, so there are gates. Revelation, the book of Revelation says that the New Jerusalem has gates that are made out of one giant pearl, yeah, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, but the book of Revelation says a lot of things. It does say a lot of things. And yeah, it's very poetic. So it, yeah, <laughs> so either there's literally a giant clam out there somewhere uh-huh. making a really big pearl, uh-huh. or maybe that means uh, it, they're really pretty. I don't know. So yeah, but Psalm twenty four talks about. Gates, yes. lift up your gates, lifting up the gates, let the King of Glory yeah. come in. Right. So there's, yeah. so there are, there are gates, uh, but no, actually, that you know that if you got that understanding of Peter as the one that's sort of the the guard to heaven, that that is that Catholic? I, it, do I don't know. I would. I, I'm I'm really curious where that came he's from. He's the first Pope, and so he's the yeah, one. That's so gonna he's the he's got the key. yeah. That's it. I think he's, he's got, got the keys. He's the got the keys. Yeah. And he's yeah. That, that's that maybe that's, that's not what that means. No, yeah. No, no we've the, got the keys. The church has the keys. That's right. Um, Take that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, yeah, when you die, there is going to be somebody that's yeah barring your it's access, not Peter, and it's not Peter. It's Jesus. Yeah. Um, and so that's the that's the first real accurate conception that we need to have is that everybody. When we die, we will stand. See Jesus. We will see Jesus, and we will be judged. Yeah. You know that that Paul says everyone will be judged for what they have done in the body, mm-hmm. whether good or bad. Yeah. And it's on the basis of that Jesus judgment. Jesus says, "Yeah, that in that day, some will say, yeah. oh, Lord, have we not done this in your name? Uh-huh. Done this in your name?'" And he'll say, "Depart from me." Yeah, I didn't so know. So whether yeah. whether we're yeah, so whether we uh, the 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 status of our of our of our souls when we die, mm-hmm. um, that will that will determine the interaction we have with Jesus. Right, but right. we all yeah. meet Jesus. Yeah, we will. And and yeah. for believers, you know, because Paul says everyone is judged, so I think mm-hmm. that includes believers. And so yeah. there is kind of a question of what well, what are we judged for? Mm. And I think in one way we're going to stand before Jesus, and and we're not going to be judged for anything because mm. all of our sin that we would have been judged for was placed on Jesus. Man. And, you know, so you read the places where, where God says, I'm going to remember your sins no more. I'm going to mm-hmm. put them at the bottom of the sea. I'm going to take them as far away as the east is from the west. And so 
we're going to stand before Jesus and we're going to just plead Jesus. So you know? it's not going to be a slideshow of every sin we've ever committed. I sure hope not. And then Jesus is going to point to that and be like, dude, yeah. what was that about? Yeah. I, you know, cause I think like, because co- that's what I've always, right. Yeah. I, I, I thought that when I was yeah. young, I and thought you're going to, you're going to kind of relive your conversion. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No. I, yeah. I think, and again, the Bible's not super clear about what these things are going to look like. And right. so we're just, but you know, Colossians two, it says that the record of debt was nailed to the cross. Yeah. So there's not a, the slideshow was nailed to the cross. So yeah. there's not a slideshow in the future when you die yeah. and stand before the judge. So I do think when Paul says, whether good or bad, all yeah. the bad stuff's taken away, but I do think believers are judged for the good things. Mm. And so then it's just, how many rewards are you going to get? Wow. You're going to get, you only have a perfect record getting better. And I'm going to just give you a token for every good thing that you've done. And I think there will be kind of degrees wow. of, reward and blessedness yeah. in the the heavenly. Well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah, Enter my yeah. Rest. you were yeah. faithful over a little, uh, I'm going to give you much. You know, this guy was faithful with the, the two talents that he had, and so I'm going to give him two cities, you know, so. It's almost too good to be true. Oh man, it just gets better too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, But that's but in, not the case for everyone. Nah, yeah, for those that uh, stand before the that judge. That don't believe. That haven't believed, then no, they're going to be, they're going to be held accountable for every wicked deed that they did. And, you know, you think, what is heaven, right? What is what is heaven? It's the, uh, in one sense, it's where God lives. You know, I think I think Wayne Grudem kind of puts it like it's the place where God's presence to bless is most fully manifested, um, mm-hmm. and it's it is uh, like God says, "This is my, this is my home. This is where mm-hmm. this is where I live." It's the spiritual realm, and it's the place where His His presence and it's perfect and holy and only good, and there's no room for a sin in it at all. And so if a, a sinner who hasn't had their sins atoned for by Jesus is trying to get ac- access into this, it's like trying to get into the grocery store without a mask on, you know, mm. <laughs> that was, that was uh, my wife's metaphor. She, uh, I thought that was a good, good picture. Good way to date these podcasts. Totally. People listen back to them and be like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Remember COVID? Uh, but yeah, I mean, even one little sin and, uh, and of course none of us have just little sins. We're all right. And so, yeah, if you haven't had your sins atoned for, then, Jesus uh, will cast you into hell. So hell is a real place. Yeah. We don't believe that the Bible teaches hell is a, a figurative, um, yeah, ma- metaphorical. No, no. But, you know, what What it does mean by hell is maybe more than, or, or I think what we say when we say hell might be a little bit more than what the Bible is saying. Yeah, what, what do you mean by that? Well, so like uh, in Hebrew, there's the idea of Sheol, which is really death, kind of death grave. the grave. Yeah. You know, it's where everybody goes when they die. Uh, in the New Testament, there's uh, Hades, which was almost like the translation of Sheol. It's a Greek idea. Um, and again, it's kind of the place where everyone goes when they die. And then Jesus talks about Gehenna, and, uh, which is a, a burning trash dump outside of the city of Jerusalem. Dumpster fire. Yeah. And, yeah. It's where, you know, and so... It was thought to be cursed. It was thought, you know, and so, but I think even when Jesus is saying Gehenna, he's not being literal there. He's kind of giving a metaphoric picture of. Not saying we burn dead bodies. Yeah. It's outside of, this is a place outside of the city, outside of the presence of God Mm. where you don't want to be. And Mm. so when he talks about it, he never really gets specific. He says, it's an outer darkness. It's Mm. a place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's a place of eternal torment. Their worm eats them and, and they never die. The book of Revelation gets a bit more descriptive especially about uh the final judgment what's coming after that is a lake of fire where the smoke goes up forever and ever and 
um, people, you know. I want to talk about that idea real quick. This could be a rabbit trail, but separation from God. So you mentioned, yeah, yeah. outside the presence of God. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's, I think there's different ways to talk about talk about heaven and hell, yeah. and and that way that dichotomy of heaven is you said like God's like the 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 hottest part of the sun mm. of God's presence, yeah, His presence to bless, the center of yeah. His presence to bless, um, and then hell. Would, yeah, people sometimes will say like. It's a place where God isn't, you yeah. know, it's like the absence of God. Separation yeah. from God. Yeah. Which, you know, so so hell is a place, heaven is a place, yeah. right? But they're you know, it's I don't know. It's not a place here on earth. It's not a it's not a physical place, but it is so like, you know, go go back through the Bible, there's times where like when Jacob is in Bethel and he sees the the stair the staircase and the angels going up. He's mm-hmm. he's given us a, a sight of the spiritual realm where like when uh, is it Elijah or Elisha? I can't ever remember that they the the servant sees the chariots of fire. Like he's like, hey, let me pull back the veil and show you what is real here, right now. Like yeah. heaven is um, maybe extra dimensional is a way mm. that you know we we don't have the language to talk about metaphysical, it, but it's an it's an it's a place, but it's not a place that we in our physical bodies have access to right now. Hell is the same thing. It's a place with it's a place. It's a physical or it's a some kind of dimensional space mm. in this universe that you can go to um but in that same way i, I don't know and there's again there's a debate on this yeah is, because well, psalm 139 would say that even if i was to go to sheol you would be there you're yeah, there right so there's this idea that yeah you know, of god's omnipresence right it doesn't it doesn't he doesn't bump up to the borders of hell right he can't go in right right it's it's this idea that that we're separate from god's uh goodness and grace and, and yeah, and, bl- and blessing. Yeah, and so the verse that uh, a lot of people will go to for that, which this is a good verse, but it's, it's hard to uh, translate. In Second Thessalonians chapter one verse nine, it says, "They will suffer the punishment of eternal destruction, away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His might." And so some people will say that away from means God's not there at all, mm-hmm. but in Greek it could also be they're suffering the punishment of eternal destruction from the Lord. So it's not apart from the Lord. It's actually so, uh, right. again, this is Grudem's conception that if heaven is the place where God is most present to bless, hell would be the place where God is most ple- present to curse. curse. And it's only his, I mean, which is, I, I don't know what's more terrifying, a place where God isn't or a place where only where God is only present to curse. Um, but I think yeah. that that might be a, that might work better with our doctrine of omnipresence. And our understanding of God's character and his wrath um, being poured out on sin, uh, if 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 those sins weren't atoned for on the cross, then mm-hmm. then those sins must be atoned for um, by another way, and and it's not like uh, it's not like Satan is the one that is going to be yeah. pouring out yeah. that punishment. Yeah, I, that's another hell. misconception. Yeah, right. like yeah, that, you go back to the, the cartoons that the, Satan runs hell. Right, and he's got you know, which is. Uh, that's a medieval Catholic understanding. That's how Dante mm-hmm. in, in Inferno kind of describes hell as under the management of different demons and you know things like that. But no, like the Bible says, uh, Revelation says that even the angels, the fallen angels, are going to be cast into eternal torment as well. Yeah. So they're punished too. So then it is okay. Who's punishing yeah. them? God. You know that God's yeah. God's present there uh, to to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so and that and that too is encouraging. Like Satan has 
not even in hell does Satan have dominion. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's all uh, it's all justice in yeah. the end. Yeah, if anything, yeah, Satan is is called the the prince of this world. Right. It's almost like Satan would have more influence over. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, Earth yep. in this world than yeah. he would in hell. Yeah, that's right. Hell is just that's that's it's, where it's just a place that's where he's in. He's going to end up. Yeah, like in Revelation talks about you mm-hmm. know, the serpent being cast down on the yeah, yeah. last and day for for eternal judgment yeah. for the the sin. So, that he so did. let's talk about what what do we know about the nature of of hell? Yeah, that it's a place. It's real. It's, yeah, you know somebody who's mostly helpful on this. You always say so. I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about N.T. Wright. Uh, Ryan brought him up last Sunday. You warning, know, it's, yeah, warning. It's a like, good guy, bad guy. It's complicated. <laughs> yeah. uh, when when N.T. Wright's good on this stuff. He's so good. Okay. I think he's one of the best. And one of the things that he says about both heaven and hell is that really what the Bible gives us are signposts pointing into a fog. Mm. So we can't see what's in the fog. Wow. We just see a signpost that says heaven this way, hell that way. Wow. And so we we are wise to not overly speculate because yeah. it just doesn't say anything. Like even the language, especially it's interesting. There's more description about heaven than there is hell. And the descriptions about hell, it's just like, I'm going to say it's, it's, it's like Mordor or Sauron, or Sauron, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm only going to say just enough to let you know this is a bad guy, bad. stay away. You know, this is, it's weeping and gnashing of teeth, outer darkness, all those things. Um, the very and, air you breathe, <laughs> poisonous. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, it's, it's just, trust me, you don't want to go there. Yeah. That's kind of how the Bible. You don't simply walk into hell. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes, I could keep going. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk about a rabbit trail. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So but, not to not to over over speculate. Yeah, we just we, we because can't. the Bible does not give us no no, but it gives us enough to know like. And what it does give us, it gives us in, in often in poetic, right? Yeah, or, language. Meta- or metaphorical, or metaphorical language. language. Yeah, yeah. 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 Fire is always mentioned, mm-hmm. which is interesting. You know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that sensation of burning and burning mm-hmm. forever, that seems to be an But idea. also outer darkness. Right. So you have the combination of fire, yeah. which you think would produce light, but also yeah, darkness. Yeah, that's interesting. So there's, yeah. there's combinations yeah. and the, of... And contrast darkness with the visions of, the, of heaven in a place where there's only light. light. You don't even need a sun because yep. God's the light. There's no darkness at all. Is there not going to be fire in heaven? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how we're going to cook our barbecue. If that's right. Yeah. Um, no, that's really good. So, what about um, uh, uh, the eternality of both heaven and hell? Hmm. So, a lot of people don't have any problem thinking heaven is eternal, mm-hmm. eternal life. Um, but what about hell? Yeah, is hell eternal death? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's how, how should we think about that? It's actually um, worryingly. There's more conservative evangelicals that are starting to advocate for. Annihilate, annihilationism, yeah, which is well, it's it's merciful, right? It is, yeah, it's, yeah. So annihilationism, if you don't, it's um, that when you die, maybe there's a period of suffering in the realm of hell. But once you pay for your sins, yeah, then you just stop you existing. Cease to exist. Yeah, you just go away. You're annihilated. Um, and they'll point to verses that kind of talk about destruction, and you say like destruction means, yeah. Um, but there's just so many places where. You know, again in Revelation, that their, their smoke goes up forever, forever, and their torment is forever. You know that, um, yeah. And so, going back to the idea of like annihilationism being seeming merciful, yeah. You know, um, what's well, merciful compared to what, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's 
it's I, I, I can't remember who it was. Somebody else put it this way: is the fact that we can't we have a hard time comprehending the eternality of hell yeah. is one because we're made in the image of God and we can't stand the thought of people suffering. Yeah. That's right, that we yeah. shouldn't want people to suffer. But then also the fact that we can't fathom that is because we don't really appreciate the seriousness of sin yeah. and that it would deserve eternal mm-hmm. consequences, but it does because it's a sin against an eternal God. And and it is, the time for mercy is now. God's more than merciful now to proclaim a way to be saved to people that would save them from hell, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and if you're going to, miss that then then it is just you yeah. know yeah yeah and i think about how god uh, how we were made in god's image all of us mm-hmm. so whether you have faith in christ or not when you die uh, we are all created eternal beings mm-hmm. and so we are we are designed to live on forever yeah. forever right. and ever and right. ever um in one state or another <clears throat> yeah that's right yeah. so so the bible just gives us categories for how that can happen yeah and and we're just never led to to believe uh, that that would would continue on in one direction, right. eternal life, right. but not continue on yeah. in the other. Right, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. again, you know, too, that kind of messes with our understanding of the atonement. You know, what did Christ accomplish on the cross uh, that would lead to eternal life for those of us who have believed? It was the removal of the eternal consequences of sin. And if hell is not going to be eternal and people are going to somehow just go away, well then, why would heaven be eternal? Mm-hmm. You know, why would what Jesus secured for us be enough for eternal life, but the other side of it not be eternal death? Right. Um, so, and you know, speaking about the e- eternality, I think this might be another misconception that people have is uh, we actually believe in like a a two part eschatology or a two part okay. afterlife. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, so there's so right now we exist in a psychosomatic unity. A, a, Body and a soul. <laughs> we're we're uh, what it means to be Drew yeah. is not just your body; yeah. it's your body and your soul together. As yeah. as what your identity is your body and your soul. Um, when we die, death is the separation of the body from the soul, and the body without the soul is inert; it doesn't have life in it. So when we die in this age, uh, so until Jesus comes back, when we die, our body is going to be buried in the ground. It's our soul that's going to be judged right yes. at, at this point and we'll be go we will either go to heaven or to hell in our soul um that's part one that's you know we call that life after death yeah. uh but then when jesus comes back all of the bodies are going to be raised and that psychosomatic unity our bodies and our souls are going to be reunited so you will be your whole self again mm-hmm. body and soul and it's that that's ultimately judged your your body and soul and those that have not believed will be cast body and soul into hell. Right. Not just when you say resurrected, not just believers. Right. Everyone. Everybody. When Jesus comes back, yeah. everyone. Yep. The dead in Christ will rise first, we're right. told, but yep. everyone yep. will be resurrected. Yeah. Body and soul together again. Uh huh. And then, and then, and then the life after the life after, after death. death. That's right. Which is also an NT right quote. Uh, man, like I said, when he's good, he's good. Okay. So a lot, we believe in. Our ultimate hope is life after life after death. Right. So the resurrection life, which which then our hope is not in heaven. Heaven is what the term people use is the intermediate state. So when mm-hmm. we say our soul is going to heaven, our soul is going to commune with, fellowship yeah. with the Lord in the spiritual realm where he is now. But the hope of 
the new heavens and the new earth is actually heaven and earth being reunited, reunited in that same way that our bodies will be. Um, and like that, the Garden of Eden. Yeah, it's going to be this. God's presence here on earth. Yeah, yeah. right. And, and we'll be living forever on a new earth, a renewed yeah. earth with all of the spiritual realities opened up to us. And we're going to exist in the same body that we're in right now but re- redeemed, renewed, restored, perfect mm. forever and ever in that body. And that's what we're looking forward to. So, yeah. so Contra, you know, Bugs Bunny going up to the cloud and yeah. just being a little ghost playing a harp. Like I think the new heavens and the new earth are going to be much earthier than that uh. and, and much, uh, much, much more exciting. More organic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, we could go into a whole nother podcast talking about just – that uh, what what heaven would be like, what mm. the new heavens and new earth will be like, mm-hmm. and, and what we'll do all day, and yeah. what's gonna what's gonna occupy our time and, and attention and affections, um, but uh, and we'd be speculating for the most part. We would, yeah. I mean, we and know a lot of a lot of good speculation has sure. has taken place. Yeah, and, we we know God will be there. Yep, everything. Is we know be sin won't. Good, yeah, sin won't. Uh, we'll just have joy and pleasure and yep. peace and. And happiness all the time. One thing I do like to say is it's like that feeling the first time you read Harry Potter and you just never wanted it to end. Mm. You just wanted a new a new adventure to to close one book, open up the next one, and just keep on finding new exciting things. Yeah. I think something like that will, will describe our life in the new mm. heavens and the new earth. It'll never get boring. It will yeah. always be an adventure every day. I don't know what we'll be doing, um, but God will be there, and it's gonna be it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I think you could have used Lord of the Rings instead of Harry Potter. Well, but, Lord yeah. of the Rings ends so well. It ends so well. You know? I'm thinking I, of Grey Havens, the curtain rolls yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, Far green countryside. I, I mean, I wouldn't mess with it's that. A, it's a new heavens, new earth. It's but not I, a, it's not a, yeah. Yeah, right. But, you know, I want to know what happened to Harry and Ginny's kids. I want to know about, oh, right. you know, I just want to keep that I'll world keep going. The, keep yeah, the story going. Yeah. yeah. Lord of the Rings had a good ending. Harry Potter, I think, could have kept on going. Well, you've been listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were destined to uh, to have plenty of rabbit trails. That's right. To, to discussing on, heaven on now. this one. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, that's that's good. And you have been listening to the Desert Springs <laughs> Church podcast. If you have questions for us, please email us at the church, and we'd love to discuss these things with you further. Um, hopefully, um, and thankfully, Ryan will be discussing these things on Sunday. And so I'm sure he'll shed more light uh, than heat, and um, and we can uh, carry on together as we anticipate glory. And and anytime I consider uh, the reality of hell, uh, just a reflection for me is is just motivation to share with loved ones and neighbors, yeah. and mm-hmm. and uh, we want we want them with us for eternity um, in heaven and in the new heavens and new earth. Uh, worshiping Christ right alongside us so uh, let us be let us be about uh, that in our lives so Lord willing we'll have another one of these podcasts for you soon but until then let's keep spreading God's glory broader and deeper Mm -hmm.